What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. My name is Callie Lacerda. I'm Gabriella Lopes. And this is episode number 13. Today is Tuesday, January 17th. It's already in the middle of the month, which is wild to me, you know, because it feels like it was just yesterday that everybody was celebrating New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. You turn on the TV and you see those people wearing those ridiculous Planet Fitness hats kissing each other. Yeah. On Planet the street. Fitness, really? Yeah. I didn't even. Oh, oh, it's sponsored. Sponsored, yeah. Mm, that makes sense. Which is funny, right? Because like that perfectly encapsulates America. I'd, it's the least healthy fitness club is the one that sponsors the turning of the year in America. I find this so sad. The people that actually go to watch the ball drop, and I find it very sad, and the people that watch the ball drop on their TVs. Right, right. At twelve o'clock, like. Your life, like, you can't make the 12 o'clock eventful for yourself. Did you know that uh, people in Times Square, they wear diapers? What? Why? Because um, once you're in that crowd of people, in that sea of people, you can't get out. Like, you can't reclaim your spot once you get out. What? And every restaurant and business surrounding that area they um they don't allow the use of bathrooms and a lot of times they close shop so there's no way for like there's nowhere for you to pee and poop and a lot of the people that go like up like up until the very front of the line they wear diapers to shit and, and pee That's at, so... at least pee like you like like you could hold it everyone shit. no some people probably just hold it no hold your pee for 12 hours 12 hours they wait yeah they get there like early afternoon why would someone do that they get there at like 12 p.m and stay until 12 a.m oh my gosh i can't even think about that standing in line so like, all like of them wear diapers not all of them but the smart ones wear diapers for sure and what about everyone else they pee themselves Everyone else, they think that they're going to be able to get their spot back. So they leave like they probably have porta potties like public New York City porta potties. But then you can't get your spot back. So it's why these more seasoned veterans of New Year's, they wear diapers. That's so, so great. Like to me, it's just sad. Like we saw a video, right, where there were people, people who didn't make it on time, I guess. And at 12 o'clock, they're looking at the side of a building because... You know, like it's blocking the view. Yeah. Because they're like all the way towards the back of the crowd, like right, right, like around the corner, even like it's so crazy. There's no spectacle, and what's even crazier is the fact that you are so susceptible to anyone doing anything, especially when it comes to New York City, because of obvious reasons with 9/11 and the towers falling. Um, this New Year's, uh, some radicalized Muslim Islam guy, um just attacked like a few police officers with a machete what where in times square how did i not hear about this he took a big ass machete and ran towards a police officer random one and just and started hitting they him with died? The machete. no one died but uh the police officers got severely injured apparently and they were able to apprehend him because like usually during new year's the police officers from new york city they kind of congregate in like bands you yeah, know yeah. so they're always in groups but then there are videos of like people pushing strollers with their kids and stuff and and just seeing like police officers like pointing their guns and like screaming and yelling and running 
through the streets of New York towards the incident, you know? That's so crazy. See, that's another thing is like, I don't see anything appealing about large crowded events because of what happens at these yeah. like overcrowded events. Yeah. I don't mean to sound bougie because I'm not bougie at all. I'm anything but bougie, but I am the type of person who it really depends on the artist because I don't even like attend concerts because I'm kind of against the whole idea of, of being like, of opening yourself up to that type of energy when you're in those, you know, pools of people Yeah, and they kind of manipulate your energy and they do some weird shit, I bet. And that's what Travis Scott did at his concert. But my point being is like, it, it really depends on the artist, but I usually prefer to get the VIP package. If if I'm going the extra mile to begin with, if I'm going to be attending a concert of any of any type, I, I would rather drop a few extra hundreds of dollars for a secure VIP boxed room, closed room, maybe a little cubicle spot where you have your own food, your own drinks, and you can like watch everything with the privileges of backstage access because like that's what people who pay those like entry fees and they and they get there early and they rush to the stage it's to get close the close to the artist right right so my point is like if i'm a huge fan of kendrick lamar i'm gonna drop 5k okay but i'm not going to is my point yeah, because yeah. <laughs> because i'm not that type of person but i'm saying like if i were that type of person then i would be saving up all year to, to, yeah, to go yeah. to that one show where I drop 5,000 to stay in my private suite and have pictures with Kendrick, meet him, meetups yeah. and stuff, meet and greets, you know, like that's what I would do. But my point being is like the cheapest options are usually the most dangerous ones. That That's what I was going to say because there are people who are like concert goers who just go to concerts and they get, you know, the cheapest tickets or whatever and they just attend as many concerts as they possibly can. Right. And then there's the people where they're awaiting that one concert that they're going to go to. Right, right, and, right. And they, you know, save yeah. up and make the most and get those like exclusive uh benefits and whatnot which does make sense like i would rather go to a concert well it's me everyone has their own way of going about it but i'd rather go to a concert that i'm like super thrilled about and then just making it a whole experience don't get me wrong though like um i've i've gone to concerts where i paid the entry fee and i had a ball you know like i had a blast yeah but one of my favorite experiences was when I went to a Steve Aoki concert uh -huh. um, in like 2000, I want to say 2014, 13 or something like that. And I went to one in Brazil, actually, with 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 my best friend from Brazil and his parents took us too, and they also attended the concert and they're super chill and super great people. But I feel like that experience was awesome because you were in a space where people paid more for that experience. And I, and, and I feel like by paying more for an experience, people respect it because of that. You know, like it's mm -hmm. this like general acceptance that, yeah, everybody spent their hard earned cash on this. And so we're going to enjoy it together and we're going to make sure that nobody steps out of line. But if you pay 20 bucks for a show, then you're going to have someone to your right shooting up heroin the person to your left is high off of whatever is high off ketchup and mayonnaise you know it's like crazy it's so funny that you mentioned that because my 
Well, it was not my first ever concert, but it was my because I did go to a concert with my parents, which was a a Christian band. Oh yeah, you told me. Uh, Casting Crowns. Casting Crowns, yeah. But I my second, which was my first ever concert on my own, was Lil Baby. Yeah, and you <laughs> told me that he's very beautiful up close. <laughs> no, but what's funny is like. I got there early with my friend. I went with my friend Camilla at the time, right? And uh, what do you call it? And then, um, I we got like the 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 floor, you know, like the general admission pass, which which you can either be really close to the stage or yeah. you could be far. But it was a little theater space, so it, so it wasn't bad. Even if you were far, you were still pretty close. Yeah. But anyways, we got pretty close to the stage. And, and I will say, like, what you just said about the cheaper the tickets, the more, like, uh, I don't know. You can a- say anybody, the more ratchet people yeah, are, Yeah, like, anybody will, will be there. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm from Newark, dude. Like, but, like, like I would also go to those um, teen night. Um, I don't I don't know how many of you guys are actually from like Newark, New Jersey <laughs> who are listening to this. But, I never went to those. But, but those used to be very iconic. And I actually frequented my first few right before I moved back to Brazil. And it was at that Portuguese uh, club in Newark, New Jersey. I, I, th- I think it's called Portuguese Club or something like that. Oh, the Club Port, uh, Club Port, I don't know. <laughs> Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah, like, that's all I understand from the Portuguese. But um, that was my introduction to the most ghetto, but also the most fun clubbing experience that I've ever experienced because I was just a kid still. Yeah. So, I, so like, I wasn't, like, introduced to the concepts of of party life yet mm. and so i like i was just going for the hype and for the com- like camaraderie with the friends and whatnot you know yeah yeah and so like my point is like that like that type of ratchetness and 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 just very <laughs> just just like craziness is fun but when you become an adult and and you're not going with that many friends and you're just going to experience the concert and the artist having that around you becomes an inconvenience i think uh I was going to say I've never been to one of those things, but they always had like the neon party or like foam party. Yeah, exactly. They had like the different ones. And I had friends that would go to this and I was in like, I want to say like sixth, seventh and eighth grade when these were going on. Yeah, I was like 13. I would be like 12 and I would have friends my age go to these parties and obviously i i was not going there was no way my mom would ever allow me to go to those parties and honestly i'm thankful for that because had i gone to those parties that at that young of an age and and i also want to make it clear i never went to a party in high school other than like portuguese feast during the summertime which was like uh, a whole weekend long in Newark where it was celebrating Portugal, right. you know, Portuguese culture. And but, they also have one for Brazilian people too. Right, the Brazilian feast. But what do you call it? It, it It's eventful if you go with your friends and whatever because, you know, they had the music and the stages and sangria, whatever. Yeah, sangria is like <laughs> the highlight for sure. And all that stuff. But It's the main redeeming quality of it. But aside from that, I never went to those parties. So, like, I I can't even tell you what the hype was, but I'm just glad I never went, honestly. And I also want to state, I'm 23 years old, 
and I've never been to a club, not one. Right, that's pretty wild. And so that just goes to show you where my head is at. I'm going to say something very <laughs> controversial for all the Jersey heads out there. Um, barcode in Elizabeth, New Jersey <laughs> and is beyond overrated. Beyond overrated. What about that Lit 21? <laughs> lit, lit 21 is like the orphan child of barcode. So if oh barcode's already like a crackhead mother, then imagine the orphan infant, you know, abandoned infant. Like that's what Lit 21 is. All I, all I s would see videos of is like the bottle girls. Yeah. Like just... <laughs> i'd be like people like going to these things it's so cringy it's so cringy like i've been there i think i've been to barcode maybe three times total three to four times and it was before they um introduced like the the pools and and the whole like yeah. expansion pack or whatever the fuck that was but like nothing nothing makes me enticed to like jump in that pool you know yeah oh my gosh <laughs> like with with all these like if you think about it it's right like with, a community pool with all these people who are veteran clubbers who probably have every std available in the Ooh. book you know like they they have it all like they carry around a checklist of all the stds they have and they're, and they're sweaty jumping in the pool you know like i don't know if they have open pores if they have underwear on Ooh. or like what's going on you know and then and then you just decide to take a mergulho which is what we brazilians say you know like a, a dive in the waters you yeah know? and then you come up and you're you know like you have an extra eyeball or something i i didn't e <laughs> i didn't even know those pools were for using in there i thought they were for like decor oh no it's just it to make it pool. feel like high class it's like ooh, look at our pool with a fountain in the middle or something i don't know i'm just yeah, like yeah and it's supposed to be able to like convert into indoor outdoor which is a smart business move honestly because they can um have it heated so so they probably have it right now like, like ongoing parties in the winter you know where like people go warm up those stds yeah warm it up create a nice microbiome not a nice microbiome a nice um Ew. i i forgot the scientific terms guys i'm not wearing my science vest today my science jacket Ew, that is gross though yeah like that's what i always think about these like parties and pool parties like you'll see those tiktoks and those videos of people going to like Las Vegas and they're at this pool party where they can't even move because it's just yeah. filled with people Ooh. packed. I'll look at that. The first thought I get is like gonorrhea. It's like some <laughs> shit that like clams or something, chlamydia. Oh my gosh. It's like that, like those are the first things that run through my mind. It's not even like, oh, like that's dope or, or who's the, like, like who's the DJ? Oh, it's Steve Aoki. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, that's that's rad you know <laughs> i don't i don't know why but like those those things just don't uh, like it doesn't appeal to me like i don't know if i'm crazy for that but i don't the club experience just, just doesn't appeal to me for me the best kind of party like if i had or were to go to one like in high school let's say would be those like house parties you know right, like right. the the like project x type that's like whoa so much shit's going on like that to me is like sounds like a good time no no no. those are bona fide good times because the the best clubbing not clubbing but the best partying experiences i've ever had in my life were house parties that either i hosted or friends of mine's hosted yeah and those were the best best time because like you're surrounded by people that you love 
and people that you're friends with you know like people that you are familiar with rather yeah and then there's like that one person you trying to you looking at huh yeah definitely you, okay you <laughs> always invite the the specific person and then a bunch of her friends right guys and then oh okay <laughs> who was it no, i'm kidding <laughs> let's, pull her, let's pull their instagram up and oh let's like start going one by one but but my point being is like those are the best ones because it's just oh like nothing beats those memories man of just having a shit ton of fun experimenting with like alcohol different drinks throwing up like throwing up your 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 lungs up you know one one fun fact is that to this day i can't stand the smell of vodka really yeah i just can't stand it and if i smell it too much i'll start gagging and just having like a gag reflex because i just want to throw up um and it's because of my experience in high school because one night i i i, I think i got alcoholic uh poisoning or something like i definitely overdosed oh, no. on alcohol and it was vodka it's like i just drank the shit out of vodka and i was throwing up my guts the next day like all night the next day and i just to this day i can't stand it that is crazy it's crazy because we would love vodka because it because it's cheap yeah and it gets you fucked up cuz all you need is like a good like not even a good vodka like a bullshit vodka and then you just mix it with like juices and you make your own like potion I and then <laughs> and then you drink that shit you know I was going to say that I don't have that thing where there's like a specific alcohol that I'm like, Ugh, like I like I can't drink that or I'll think about throwing up because the times that I drank so much or drank whatever I did drink that made me throw up. It was like mixing all different kinds of like right. dark and light liquor and, and I wouldn't even know what prompted me to feel hungover the next day because there was just so much of right. different things. You don't it's even like, know what was your it the vodka? Is. Was it the rum? Was it the whiskey? Which I like. Who knows? <laughs> you just mix like too many. But yeah. but I I want to say like the best like for me it's like chill kickbacks and stuff like those are always like more fun for those me. Are always the vibe, dog. Yeah. Like I had a great time. Honestly, look, I had a great time at my prom weekend mm -hmm. because you we were by the boardwalk and stuff. And so it was just fun. Like that to me is like that lighthearted fun. Like I find that like socially acceptable to drink a little bit and you know. Right. Cause cause I don't know, like there's just a, like that type of experience is cool. It's like, oh, you're on the beach, you're like with friends, you're you yeah. know it's just chill chill vibes bro there's something about like the party scene like yeah it's the, just exhausting it, like it the dance the music 24 hours you know yeah, yeah. that you're like oh like when is the music gonna stop <laughs> like yeah i don't know that's just what i think but then again i've never been to a club so i don't know and at the tender young age of 25 that i am right now um to me what constitutes a good time is inviting a long life friend to grab a drink yeah and then just sitting down at like a bar table and just having a few beers yeah see exactly for for me honestly it like it would be the same thing or or even now like i would say with family you know it's like, fun to like drink and, and no, socialize but, with family. But I don't even have to drink. That to me is my good time. Like for my mom's 50th birthday, 
right before the accident happened. Like yeah. we ate, we did karaoke. We were like playing board games, and like I I was feeling such a high boost of serotonin yeah. that I felt like I was high or that I was like tipsy or something, but I hadn't touched anything at all. Yeah. And it's been like a while since I've even had a drink or since I've done anything, you know. Mm. And so. I don't know. Like that to me is is sounds like a good time every time. It's yeah, like, I can't say the same because I don't have a family like that. Well, Callie's always invited, guys, and he'll he would see how much fun. No, it is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And next time he's gonna go. That's it. No, yeah. no questions, right, babe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, speaking of dancing too, is that I was always self conscious because the culture in Brazil is that usually like dancing isn't the same dancing here it's because, a girl shaking yeah because because like people people would always be mind blown whenever i would explain to them about how americans dance uh, my my <laughs> friends in brazil specifically and when i would explain to them that girls would just dry hump and twerk and just throw their assholes onto a guy's crotch area yeah and like that's how you dance in america and that's how you have a good time they would just be mind blown because like in brazil there's this whole like courting um practice where you have to be like a gentleman slash cowboy slash mm. slash uh knight in shining ar armor you you have to kind of you know go like go through that whole stage of of trying to win the girl over in order to even get anything out of it really yeah so i would think it's like the other way around no, no. well not the other way around but i would think that it would apply in brazil too <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply no 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 like you have your exceptions and you and you have the places where like um uh it, it fuck i can't remember the name it's called Bailey funk mm -hmm. so if you go to like a funk festival then it is very similar to the culture here in america because it's more of like a yeah uh, high beat funk culture but if you go to like a country music one which is what my state in brazil goyaz Sertanejo. is like known for yeah then it's more of like um close dancing it's kind of it's kind of like a salsa dance but it's less choreographic and just more like up close and personal and just intimate but but there's rhythm to it and you have to synchronize your body language with the girl's body language you know i was gonna say the better way to compare it is to bachata Bachata, sure. Because because everybody knows how bachata is danced, and it's kind of it's kind of it it would be the equivalent for Brazil as right. it is for like the Hispanic countries. And I can't like I can't still <clears throat> dance for shit. Yeah, so, I can't really dance either. So so my interpretation of well well my solution to that would be to get super fucked up, <clears throat> and then just make a fool out of myself to a point where everybody was also equally fucked up so nobody yeah. would like criticize you but everybody would just laugh and just have a good time and then i would just do like stupid moves or whatever on like on the dance floor because like that's what it takes for me to be loose 
because I because I'm not a person who walks into a party just like you can. It's like I can't walk into a party and just be automatically happy. Like that's not how I work. Really? No, I just have to like have a few drinks in me. That's crazy. Like I I I feel like I'm the type that like eases right in. It's like whoa, nah, like start talking to like random people. No, <laughs> I'm I'm great at socializing. You know, like I could um, be, befriend everybody in a room. Yeah. You know, but it's. It's not so much about socializing. It's more about that voice in your head that says that everybody's criticizing you and and like judging you, you know, because mm. I've always had that ever since high school and I've explained it already in the past episodes. But to me, it's just that voice. It's like yeah. you're, you're going to make a fool out of yourself. Don't look stupid. And especially when you're single and you're trying to like impress the women in the room like there's a whole thing that happens in your head i feel like for guys it's harder like for girls you'll you just shake your ass yeah girl. on your friend and then they're like whoa what's going on over there? a hot girl <laughs> a hot girl could start break dancing in the middle of a dance room and every guy's gonna be like no, oh my god no. that's so fucking hot dude no that's way. so fucking might, sexy dude they might laugh a little <laughs> They look like, if they have on, a good sense of humor dancing. like me. Imagine you <laughs> you turn around. She's like flipping, she's like spinning on her head. Get the hell out of yeah, here! Yeah, but then after she's done it, she stands up. It's it's fucking Megan Fox or some shit. Yeah, right. And then everybody's like, like every guy in the room is just like, "That's dude, I totally love break dancing now. Like that's my new thing." You know? you, you know that trend where it's like, oh, he's a ten, but and then it's like something like negative about him. Like he's a ten, but he's a mama's boy or something. And yeah. then the girls rate like. Ooh, he's a six now or something, you yeah, know? Yeah. That would be like the same thing. It's like, oh, she's a ten, but she break dances in so the now middle she's of a twenty. The... No. <laughs> it's like, ooh, like <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, can imagine nah, guys would be like, ooh, like she's a five. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Because because also like um that applies to have you ever in your life and it's okay like you could say that because i feel like both of us get get weird talking about our our lives before this relationship but yeah have you ever met a guy who you found <laughs> attractive but then he turns out to just be com like his like he might be a complete nerd a complete weirdo he might have like a weird lisp or he might act, like yeah. walk a certain way that's weird okay you, you know like like as a guy there's a lot of that that happens where you you have like this physical attraction but then for you to make that more concrete like you have to have like more than that obviously yeah and then a lot of times like girls just <clears throat> are weird sometimes especially in high school you know yeah, no, I I can see what I mean? you're saying, but I feel like I would always well, okay, just just to be honest, like in high school, I always had a crush on the freaking nerds. No, on the fuck boys. Oh, on the fuck boys. Yeah, and then obviously, like this is just like I, this might be weird, but my ex was obviously like a little bit more. But okay, I know we're talking, and I I'm gonna be brief about it because I don't really like talking about yeah. ex stuff, like you said before, but. He would be considered nerdy looking in appearance, mm -hmm. but he was very outgoing. Right. And so the personality that I like has always been more or less the same throughout outgoing. of my life, right? Yeah. It's like not just outgoing, but like self-assured a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like there's certain traits, like certain little things that I, yeah. you know, someone who's driven. It's like always been 
the same this like pattern yeah for sure right 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 right. for sure do you know what i want to eventually like get to the point on this show (laughs) is is again people listening this could say that i'm like dick riding your mom's house super hard but that that is the truth because i'm a huge fan of them and they're they're definitely like my favorite podcast of all time so if they ever bash me or ridicule me like that'll be the worst thing because like it's like don't eat your idols you know so i always hope that that won't happen where where they're playing a tiktok of me and then just criticizing the crazy conspiracies that i say (laughs) imagine (laughs) because no because i've I've definitely thought about that but anyways um i want us to be able to get to that same level of fluidity where they like joke about (laughs) they joke about their whole past they joke about their whole past and then there's this ongoing joke that um tom just talks about all like all of the whores that he has fucked before so crazy and he talks about it so proudly and then and then every time he does it pans to christina and she's like super like annoyed and just uncomfortable but it's like a playful annoyance you know but it becomes this super beautiful genuine humor you know it's just like he just says it like oh yeah and this one was a fucking animal in bed you know like oh she my would do God, anything that's so you know? weird do you have that <laughs> no you, not yet <laughs> no you have stories like that no okay but to my point eventually right. i want to get to a point where i can say yes and then i'll share what? the story <laughs> i'm kidding anyways i'm kidding no I'm i kidding. know um but changing um, the topic <laughs> you just see your face yeah right imagine now. me freaking talking about like oh that guy was an animal and right like, right right that's so weird i know like, it's even weird saying it myself it's like um okay i know it's <laughs> weird but like that's what i'm saying is that they've been married for so long yeah no for and sure so and secure. they have kids yeah like and they're so secure in their relationship, you know, like no one's going anywhere mm-hmm. anytime soon because it's healthy in almost every aspect. Of course, they probably have their their problems. I think I think that both of them uh, do counseling, but they do it like individual counseling, which is highly recommended, um, obviously. And I hope that we can build up to that point where we do that frequently as well. But for like individual purposes. Yeah, um, purposes. Purposes, mm-hmm. yeah yeah no that that makes sense um yeah i wanted like i wanted to say like for the couples who who get there and who get there quick like i yeah. don't know because to me it's like it's so awkward do it's you, an awkward subject do you know about. what i thought about too what is i saw this um tiktok that's <laughs> been circulating circulating around sorry guys i kind of have a tick today or whatever i i can't speak but there's this TikTok that's been circulating um, showing Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> and they're at this basketball game and they're like over, like overly affectionate mm-hmm. all the time. And, and it kind of reminds me of like Justin Bieber and like Haley Bieber, you know? Yeah, they're like, weird to me, Justin Bieber and Haley. Yeah. And there's a conspiracy theory, by the way, about that. Um Apparently, uh, Alec Baldwin's brother, I forget his name, but he's the father of Haley Haley Bieber. And he's been grooming that relationship and the idea and the prospects of that relationship ever since Justin Bieber blew up with like baby. So like for a long time, he's been connecting Haley with Justin and and always taking Haley and always taking pictures together. So it's kind of it's really weird. And it just ties into that idea that 
there is no freedom once you're a puppet. Mm-hmm. You date whoever they tell you to date. Oh, that's so weird to me. You socialize with whoever they tell you to socialize. You have whoever they tell you to have as a trainer, as a handler, just like Kanye exposed his handler um, as being a trainer, you know, like uh, disguised as a trainer. But my point being is just, just that it's weird, you know. But Justin does that with Haley, and I think it's to really sell you on the idea that they're happy together. Yeah, but that's why I said they're weird to me is because it doesn't feel like genuine. It doesn't feel like I don't know. It doesn't feel authentic. It's just I don't know. It honestly feels stressful and I kind of feel bad for Justin because I feel like he's been put in this position. Like we've never experienced a young superstar like Justin Bieber. I think that people are very quick to forget but he was like a phenomenon, you know? Yeah, yeah. Aside no. from Michael Jackson, maybe, and even Michael Jackson from like Jackson 5 era, he wasn't as big as Justin Bieber because like you like you couple that with the with the YouTube era. Mm-hmm. And at the pinnacle of that of that transformation of a whole zeitgeist, you know, Justin Bieber enters and just rides that whole wave at the top of it, you know? And lands obviously on the tallest mountain possible that he is on on top of right now is not something that you want to forget about, you know? Like his popularity never dwindled. It never dwindles. You know, he as soon as he gained popularity, that's it. Like it was just yeah. Well, I mean, uh, in recent years, but no, he still has a crazy fan base. But in recent years, obviously, he hasn't been. Yeah, you because know, everybody as grows active, up. Yeah. You know, but that's pretty much it. If he was shit, yeah, people would be eating that up still. I just feel like he made so much money already that he's just chilling. You know, like he could retire yeah. in his early thirties or whatever he is right now, which is what I would do, by the way. I don't know if I, I ever did that and like rode that wave. An- I would save up enough money so that they can't <laughs> take me out, just like Kanye has done, and just chill it out. You know. Another crazy fact about me is I was never, ever, ever one of the girls that liked Justin Bieber, One Direction. I can't even think of any other ones, but I never was one of those girls. Those girls usually are the ones that have daddy issues. Oh, my gosh. That had, they would have the cutouts in their room. I never owned a cutout. I never owned a Bieber perfume never like there which was is, nothing appealing about his music to me <laughs> which is interesting by the way because you have a great relationship with your dad yeah that um, i think that a lot of people would be envious of it's like it's a it's a legit friendship and i feel like a lot of the girls that i've known growing up that were hyper fandom and just hyper obsessed with these idols <laughs> almost is. all of them lack the father figure in their life that's crazy that is so crazy it's wild and 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 the solution for not having a dad is to buying a Justin Bieber cutout and just placing it in your room, you know? I was listening to like emo stuff at the time. I don't know what emo that says. Kid. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> what kind of issues are those? No, no. Guys, so I don't know how many people know this because I don't think I've shared this before. If I have, it was like briefly. But uh, growing up, I was heavily invested in skateboarding yeah i was a legitimate well not well not a legitimate but i was legitimately skateboarding yeah for a long time uh shopping at zoomies wearing etnies wearing etnies wearing dc vans you name it ed hardy's ed Ed hardy was the shit too (laughs) 
you would have those um dad hats which at the time weren't even that popular because everybody was using those um flat lid ones you know and but yeah like rocking those already putting them to like the the side like like a 30 degree angle on your head oh my god and then taking a myspace picture with the <laughs> with the peace sign myspace myspace was the shit yeah i i was already too i was already i was too young guys i didn't really experience myspace do you know what's the wildest memory from myspace what is that it kind of taught people the 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 power of coding because i would see my like cousin who at the time was a little bit older than me but not that much like she was like maybe 12 13 and i was like 10 or something and she would like i would see her typing like crazy fast <laughs> and just editing code on her myspace page what? in order to like change certain things because it was so primitive oh that right technology yeah. that you had to insert code it was like an equation a whole ass equation a formula and she would know exactly what to write <laughs> like she would put it in in um parent those those those, those like air, v-shaped yeah. bars or whatever uh-huh. and like write um like a certain color a certain pattern a certain thing that she wanted her site to do i do remember Wild. those things yeah because because my cousin also had a myspace i think but i was the msn era like i was MSN era too, i me was too. a little younger guys i was a little you know i <laughs> i was like the uvu uvu you remember uvu it was like the original facetime double o v double o yeah yeah uvu yeah uvu was nice except there were a lot of like pedophiles and there still are a lot of that that's omegle that's omegle is the one where you can facetime with strangers right uvu was like some rant it was like it was like an msn app like it was like a little it was one you would do with your friends yeah exactly yeah yeah Omegle, and then the other one is chat is chat roulette or something i don't know and then i used like kick messenger k-i-k i was about to say that i've <laughs> i've never used ask ask or fm kick. yeah or yeah. kick ask fm damn people would be so rude and anonymously asking you things i feel like all right yeah and i would always get like super jealous super jealous of my older cousins because they would always get the newest technologies and the best technologies so one aunt would get her kids um the first ever iphone like brand new iphones which at the time were revolutionary you know yeah and then my other aunt would get her daughter um a sidekick Mm. which at the time was like the craziest shit lil wayne had it tony hawk had it everybody who was anyone had it and all i would get was like a cheap ass sprint phone or a a cheap ass like uh, lg dare until what age though until what age yeah like when did you get your smart (laughs) your first smartphone like your first you know you know what's crazy i don't even remember oh okay my first iPhone. Mm-hmm. My first iPhone was after I got robbed in Brazil. <clears throat> no, it wasn't after I got robbed in Brazil. It was before. No, I never owned an iPhone up until when I, I think I was like 16 years old before I ever had an iPhone because my first no, iPhone was iPhone 4. Phone, even an Android or a Samsung you didn't have? No, so, so the, the phone that was robbed was a smartphone. Oh, okay. It was but an it was... LG Dare, which I remember to this day because I have deep-rooted trauma from that day. And I had just gotten it. 
It was a great little phone, had a bunch of music that I downloaded illegally off the internet. It was this one. Holy shit. I just Googled it, guys, and my brain just melted. I'm going to Google it. LG Dare. LG Dare. Holy shit, dude. But is it one with the screen? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was by Verizon. And how old were you when you got this one? Uh, it was right <laughs> before I moved to Brazil. It was I was like 11 or 12. Oh, wow. See, like I got my first phone. I was nearly 13, but my first phone was an iPhone. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. See, but that's what I'm saying, though. But, and it, and and my my parents only got me the phone because I was already old. Like me and my brother were no longer in middle school together. So he was going on to high school already. So you and, needed a phone. And I needed because I was walking to school alone. <clears throat> to communicate. So, yeah, and to track my location track my location down yeah. and, you know keep an eye out but yeah because my problem was <laughs> that my mom never had good credit yeah so she was like a, a typical brazilian immigrant mother you know like she she didn't understand the concepts of credit and so she would have to like just pay everything cash you know so like everything Up was front. always cash mm -hmm. yeah and we didn't grow up with a lot of money at all so she would get always the alternative and still try to make me happy you know which is, which is nice. good yeah. yeah like she did the best she can and i appreciate that and i have a better value for stuff today because of it yeah like and it's good because you didn't you you weren't like developed like spoiled you i know? was it but i have certain family members which i'm not going to state exactly what they are to me because it'll be a little too obvious for future <laughs> for for like future listeners who like go back and yeah, they understand yeah. my whole family tree and it's out there because i'm a public figure now or whatever the fuck <laughs> happens but i i have certain family members who grew up extremely spoiled mm -hmm. never received a no if they wanted something if they wanted a mercedes like their parents would figure it out that's insane and today you see the the aftermath of that by just how they treat people and things yeah because a what lot of they times place their value because a lot of times they even treat people as things mm -hmm. because they were taught and conditioned growing up that things have this crazy value but at the same time they have no real worth mm. you know so it's that was pretty deep actually and i yeah, think that that it, that was pretty crazy i think i think that it like it's really the case so if you're a parent and you're struggling to get by i think that your kid is going to turn out way better and because of it and hey, I think that's a great way to wrap that up, huh? Or did you want to talk about something else? No, no. No? That's a good point to wrap it up. But I, like, uh, I'm really grateful for the way that I was raised, you yeah. know, and how what it shaped me, like what it shaped me to become. Yeah. Like uh, my parents would talk about when we were growing up and growing up as a kid, like we were eating like ravioli, like Chef Boyardee. For dinner and stuff. Canned foods. Yeah, canned foods, like very cheap. Like my parents would talk about how they had to like scrounge the couch for, for coins to get milk, you know? Right. <clears throat> and and it's just crazy. And and I remember, and this was like up until I was like already an adult, my dad would use like those water jugs, mm -hmm. you know, for the filter, the water filters. And he would put his change in there every single day. And just try to fill it up. Saving up, yeah. And fill it up. And that just goes to show that like not a penny, not even one penny was, was wasted. Unaccounted for. Not yeah. one penny. Like it was always like saving towards, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. 
And that's and that builds character, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that a hundred percent builds character. And then on top of all that, the fact that we both and we've talked about this on like previous episodes, but we both went through like a very severe <laughs> financial struggle um, in the last two years, roughly. Like that, on top of everything that we've experienced growing up in our formative years as adults, as like new adults, we still experience like worst case scenarios because we don't even have like parents to coddle us and to like help support us every step of the way so having to figure it all out and failing numerous times that creates even more character Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm like confident that if we move forward and this show becomes a huge success and we become very successful podcasters i will never like change anything about the way i perceive money and perceive value you Mm, know yeah no me either and that's why i told you it really does not matter how much money i have i'm not gonna go buy like freaking yeah gucci and just get gucci up yeah like i don't i just don't care about it every high-end fashion brand is a horrible 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 institution like just probably abuses children yeah like why yeah it's just not good but with that being said, yeah. anything else? That's all. All right, guys. So we're going to cut this one a little bit short because we have other stuff to film and to record today. Uh, we did not do any voicemails, but we're going to do voicemails again tomorrow. Oh, shoot. We're going to do voicemails again tomorrow. Sounds good. And we are going to con- continue that tradition of always doing voicemails every episode. But it's going to be like every other episode because some episodes we just want to like talk and just shit talk just like today. Like we just went off the <laughs> Yeah, off the it was like more always. personal, like some party life, like it's more personal money problem. <laughs> so hopefully you guys listening to this, you guys uh, either enjoy us um, talking, you enjoy the banter maybe, or even find something very relatable or or connect with us on like certain aspects because like that's the beauty of i think podcasting not just podcasting but the beauty of being human you know the beauty of mentally gone beauty of mentally gone podcast so with that being said guys don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone peace Peace to to the the world world.